When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. All right, we got some heavy rain and gusty winds on the way, and then things are going to turn cold. Lots of stuff happening this weekend, and here to tell us all about it, Fox 19 meteorologist Frank Marzullo joins us live. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. I didn't realize that boo thing was actually a real – I just thought it was like some TikTok bits because you always see it on the TikTok. I think that's Everybody what – Everybody dancing and shaking. Kind of made it famous. Welcome to the radio, Frank. Yeah. Yep. Right. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the hits of the 90s, 80s, and today, all day long. Hey, um – we, yeah, we've got some heavy rain coming our way. I, I will tell you, um, while this is going to be disruptive for you this afternoon, uh, you know, slow travel, uh, people think it's just rain. No, it's going to be uh, pretty heavy. The wind aspect of this, I, I think we see some power lines down uh, here later tonight and evening. It, it's not uh, as if we're going to have severe thunderstorms or tornadic activity, but we're going to get winds gusting 55, maybe oh, 60 wow. mile per hour gusts. Mm. So, yeah, make sure you got the uh, phones on the chargers through the day, just right. so that way you have battery in case you do lose some power uh, here this evening. Uh, and then those temperatures drop tonight. Not looking at big snow tomorrow morning, but uh, there will be some light snow. And uh, with the temperatures dropping into the 20s, you know, the, the typical lower traffic tomorrow morning, isolated slick spot on a bridge or ramp could be there. But the big story, I guess we got several big stories, is the Arctic air. I mean, get ready for teens for highs by Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, morning lows near the goose egg at a zero. Uh, yeah. So if the power's restored by then. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully. And hopefully they'll be able to. Hopefully you don't lose it at all, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow afternoon will be dry. But it's going to be, if you remember, right before Christmas of, what, 2022. So oh, yeah. Not this past Christmas, but the, that real big cold Arctic blast. And, and and while, yes, you don't want it that cold, I will say it for us, it's a lot easier to forecast precip because right now those temperatures have been walking that fine line the last couple of events where you're like, okay, it could be a little rain, could be a little snow. Anything that falls next week right. would be snow. So uh, there is that chance. Uh, in fact, we might see some snow maybe Monday and a Tuesday of next week, but – uh, yeah, it's it's uh, winter, mid-January, and that's going to last for about 8 to 10 days. Uh, not the teens, but uh, we're going to be below average in the 20s to low 30s for about 8 to 10 days. So. I don't like it. Get ready to layer up. <laughs> Jen. All right. No, thank you. Everybody can wear those Ugg, <laughs> the, those, those Ugg shoes that are all popular this uh, Christmas. Remember those little Crocs? things that look like you, you know, are Swiss so Smith. on fashion <laughs> i try you i try to I got, 
Hey, we've, we've known each other a long time. Since when I first came here in 2007, I now have teenage daughters. Wow. So I'm, gosh. Yes, That's I'm learning crazy. all about. You are learning a lot. <laughs> I'm learning about, yes, don't give them your DoorDash. Don't, you know, don't give them your credit card to go to Alta. Yep, yep. Yes. Uh, Aviator Nation. I have no idea what that is, but it's a sweatshirt that costs way too much money. And they all want it. Best thing that's ever happened to you, Frank. I yep. love it. I remember, I no, yes, best thing. Yeah, I remember my parents, Frank, telling me that about that merry-go-round sweatshirt I wanted back in the day. Oh, yeah. That's too yeah, much I, money. I forgot about merry-go-round. Yes. Benetton? Benetton? Oh, Benetton, yep. Yeah. yeah. We oh, are the United Colors of Benetton. Does that ex- do they no yep. longer exist? I don't think are so. They may not exist. I don't think. In my little hometown I grew up in Sugar Falls, there was actually a Benetton store. Like oh, in, wow. In the, little, in the little town. You were living wow. the high life. For sure. The Swatch. Oh, Swatch Watch. Oh, my <laughs> word. It's <laughs> a trip down Frank's memory get, lane. Yeah, they, this is what Frank I, wore. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I have news. I no, no. Uh, no my uh, my swat. I remember the Swatch watcher. They had to get to buy the guards for it. Uh huh. It was very big. It was. Okay, it was sorry. a thing. It was a thing. <laughs> well, Frank, good luck good. out there. I, I know this is your Super Bowl now that we've got yes. this big weather coming in. So you enjoy your yes. moment. Frank has got his Doppler and a Swatch watch. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have to work the weekend, Frank, when it gets well, like crazy like this? Uh-oh. Are we oh, losing? Awesome. Oh, yes. I'm actually on the on the radio right now. <laughs> I have to go. I'm live on TV. Oh, <laughs> all right. We'll let you go. Bye. All right. See you, bye. Love you, man. How's That's that for so a crossover funny. segment? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he kept talking. I didn't, you know, I wasn't going to hang up on him. That's how He's he is. talking about his Swatch Watch and Benetton. And he's very those, excited about um, it. I thought he'd do his yeah. weather and say, all right, guys, I got to run. I got to get back on well, TV. Nope. Came- I think they came back to him because I don't think they were supposed to. Oh, gotcha. But I think he did his hit, and then they went to the traffic guy, Stefano, and then they came back to Frank, and I think he was talking to us. So it's, oh, it's that's all funny. Good. We're off to a blazing start this Friday yes, morning. Are. Do you I remember those uh, crossover segments we used to do? And I would have to be I would have to be uh-huh. on the telephone with the Fox 19 producer, and Jeff and Jen would be live talking to Frank. So I would be on the phone, and he'd be going, rap. Rap. I'm, and I'm giving you guys the rap signal, and Frank is just like, So, what'd you do over the weekend? Yeah. And I'm like, What? You remember the swatch watch? Well, he asked me what I was doing. I wasn't going to yeah, be rude. I know. <laughs> just keep talking. That's so, funny. what did the TV audience just watch? Like, if they're just sitting there and I they cut to Frank been. and he's talking about swatch watches. Well, because- I think it was just his audio. I don't think yeah. he was on camera. Oh. I think they were showing us. Yes. Because they were showing... They cut to a shot of the downtown skyline yeah. with the sound of Frank talking about a Swatch watch. <laughs> and now he's back. And That's Benetton. So great. <laughs> that is part of the reason I love watching Fox 19. Right? <laughs> it's, uh, it is 619 now. And coming up, Taylor Sw- is Taylor Swift a government agent? And what is next for Bill Belichick? We'll have it all. First D News. This today. is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Uh, right now it's 37. What's next for Bill Belichick? We'll talk about that. Taylor Swift, a government agent? I don't know. We'll dive in. But first, let's begin this hour's news with Julia Roberts this morning. Yeah, yeah. I, she's never done nudity. And when I first thought of that, I'm like, I swear she had, for some reason, I remember, I was thinking that she did a, that there was a scene in a bed with boobs. But then I was thinking of Notting Hill and she talked about boobs, but she didn't show her boobs. Remember when she was in bed with Hugh Grant? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was pee, pee, he peeked under the covers, and she says, "What is it with you with men in boobs? Or oh, men yeah. in breasts? Even They're a pretty woman. Breasts. She's in the bathtub. Yeah. She's like covered with all the bubbles. Yep. Uh, she says not to be criticizing others' choices, but for me to not take off my clothes in a movie or be vulnerable in physical ways is a choice that I guess I make for myself. But in effect, I'm choosing not to do something as opposed to choosing to do something." So Julia never has to regret having done a nude scene in her career. But one thing she does regret is not going to college. That was not a choice. She says, my family didn't have the money and I had no scholarship potential. She said, but as my kids have gone through the college process now and looking for schools and talking about what they're interested in learning more about and all that, it does just fill me with a longing for that academic space. Hmm. I wish there was a, well, there kind of is. I guess a college for grown-ups where it's all people in their 30s or 40s and 50s so they could have a similar experience with people their own age. Oh, I see. So you they know? can have their college like, experience. Yeah, I see we what can saying. go back to college yeah. you know, at any age. But kind of how is, I look at it. But it is it is weird to be the adult sitting in a classroom with a bunch of 19-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And the you usually sit in the front row yes. and you ask a lot of <laughs> questions. Do. Especially after the teacher said, we can go. If everyone's done, we can go. And then all of a sudden, yep. Judy in the front row has got a question. <laughs> it's like, come on, Judy. For me, when I was a speech comm major, his name was Jim. Yeah. And he was he was a communications major as well. And he was just quirky and weird, which, of course, I'm always drawn to. So I befriended Jim. Was he an older guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. He was in his 40s. And he oh. was just, and he was kind of. You know, he was kind of goofy looking. You could tell he was he, when he was a kid and in school, he got picked on. He probably got beat up a lot. You <laughs> he know, was bullied. Yeah, he just kind of you know needed probably needed braces at some point in his life, and you know had bald on top with long hair growing right above his ears down to his shoulders, and it was red and curly, <laughs> and he was short and kind of chubby. And <laughs> did you ever date him? No. He sounds like your type. I know, right? <laughs> at this point in my life, he probably is. I mean, it's no I wonder you were drawn to him. <laughs> Wonder where he is now. You know what I wish about college? I wish there was a college for older people where you didn't have to write papers, but you could just like go and like talk and cover the material and get educated on new things, but not write papers. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Those are kind of the classes I take when I go places. Yeah. I want to do stuff like that because I don't have any interest in writing a and thesis. And there's no tests. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have to take any tests. It's just group discussions. You take what, you, what they give you and do with it whatever you want. Uh, is Taylor Swift a government agent or not? The Pentagon is weighing in. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So I'm glad the pandemic is over. Glad the restaurants are open. We don't have to do the takeout and delivery thing anymore. I saw even Golden Corral had a sign out that said, open for takeout and delivery. In case you don't want COVID, but still want all the symptoms. Like my chest hurts and my stomach hurts and none of this food tastes right. I had to buy everything online during the pandemic. I started doing a lot more online shopping and I found out whenever you use your credit card online, it always gives you one of these, are you a robot tests? You guys all done these? It always asks me one of three questions. It always says, choose the pictures that have traffic lights, choose the pictures that have buses, or choose the pictures that have stop signs. So I have no idea how we're supposed to trust self-driving cars. Now that I know the three things robots cannot identify. Now, more of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. More of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. As Adam Yenser from his 2023 Dry Bar Comedy Special. Cincinnati's Q102. Um, so I guess the Pentagon actually had to deny that Taylor Swift is a secret government agent after a Fox News host floated this conspiracy theory. So what what was this host conspiracizing? Uh, <laughs> Jesse Waters suggested earlier this week that Taylor is a front for a covert political agenda to get young people to vote Democrat. Okay. The Pentagon's response was about as serious as Jesse's theory. They said, as for this conspiracy theory, we are going to shake it off. Shake it off. that's cute. Aren't they clever? Oh, that Pentagon. Having (laughs) a little fun. Funny, funny, aren't they? Funny. funny. She does encourage people to vote, though. And every time she talks about voting, like the 18 to 24 numbers for people registering go up. Goes up. Yeah. I mean, there are people that believe that Hollywood and politics are intertwined and, you know, in cahoots at times yeah. with things. Crazier things have been proven true over time. You just never know. Well, it doesn't seem like she's being very covert about it, if that's the case. <laughs> you know, they should sign her up, though. I mean, with all the Easter eggs she drops all over the place and how much she thinks about things, she might be really good for the Pentagon. Well, you know, who they might mm-hmm. be having meetings and they might be helping direct her as to what to do and how to do it and when to do it with her eggs I mean, and Kim, other things. Kim Kardashian was in the Oval Office talking she about sure was. getting people Prison out of jail. Reform. Yeah. yeah. You know? I kind of hope she is. Wouldn't that Taylor? be fun to find out? Oh, yeah. All of her cats are actually just CIA robots. That strangely <laughs> makes me feel better about the world, actually. I... If, if Taylor's the one that's... Yeah. Yeah, but man, I mean... Taylor is part of the Illuminati that's pulling all the strings. Oh, yeah. But she's so intricate with all of her stuff, and her fans are just nuts about it. Like, even the Golden Globes outfit and the way that she wore her fingernails. Yep. 
is like is a part of her. Is, she's she's yes. delving into people's unconscious minds. Like she has been wearing green every <laughs> day, it. every day for the past week. Yeah, which is the same color as a snake. And so she's been going to the studio, and everyone is saying that she's going to re-release Reputation Taylor's version because that's the snake where she was on tour and had all the snakes come out, and she's wearing a snake ring. And I mean, it's intense, mm-hmm. but but she's doing it like. She really is wearing these things because of the and release. look at and look at how it works for her. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, she's just doing her thing, right. and people are just sucked right in. Man. Yeah. Yeah. They can't get enough she of it. She could mess with the minds of millions of Americans. Oh, she there does. is no she doubt. Is. Well, she, she already is. is. But I'm saying on other levels, other than oh, just yeah. selling records. Yeah. The Pentagon uh, further responded, said, uh, "It's probably not a bad idea. Thanks for the idea. <laughs> we will consider it." I mean, who works as influencers for the government? Every business, every organization has an influencer of some sort these days. Who who would be the best influencers for the government if they were to hire people to peddle their stuff? Dua Lipa. Angie knows go. the truth. There you go. <laughs> Probably The Rock. He always tests really high on stuff. The Rock good choice. He's always got like a ton of people doing everything he says. Right? But Doja Cat. Way. Yeah. But could you get any better? Taylor. Taylor, yeah, I and mean, you know, Miley Cyrus, <laughs> she's got an audience. Yeah, why not? What about the Kardashian Dent Jenners? Why like not? Tim said, I mean, maybe they're all on the payroll. I'm all for it. I know <laughs> it's starting to sound more plausible every minute. <laughs> I mean, if they're not, they should. Uh, you know, they should consider it. Yeah. Yeah. Why uh, not? I don't know. I don't like the manipulation. Well, you could say the same thing about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, it just depends on what your agenda is. What your, where your belief Yeah, it only bothers you aligns. as much as, you know, how opposed they are to your agenda. Yeah. Speaking of football, Bill Belichick has parted ways with the New England Patriots after 24 years as head coach, which is the fifth longest tenure in NFL history. The decision was reportedly mutual. And Patriots owner Robert Kraft said that what Belichick achieved in New England will, quote, never be duplicated. Still, uh, the Patriots slide to the bottom of the AFC in the four years since Tom Brady left was definitely a factor in Kraft being willing to let Belichick go. Uh, Belichick says he's just going to move on, whatever that means. Moving on up. Move Moving on. on out. No word yet on where he's going to end up. How old is he? 70. Is it retire is it retirement knows. time or Oh, probably. He, uh, could be he a... said this is a day of gratitude and celebration. I'll always be a patriot. He could be a what? He could be he could do what the other guy was doing. What's his name from the Seahawks? He could become some sort Callahan of or... you know, oh, consultant. Yeah, yeah. yeah Pat some Carroll. sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I did see Death that job. Uh, first of all he's 71. I just looked it up. But then there's rumors too that the Bengals offensive coordinator Callahan will interview with the Patriots. He's doing the Falcons today. He has interviews with the Titans and the Chargers and we're hearing the Pats are interested. Oh wow. Well, we're going to lose him to something. Oh, he's he, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. One of these Pat people is going to no 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 sh- our our guy Callahan, our offensive coordinator. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, somebody's going to snatch him up for yeah. sure. Pete Carroll. Sorry. Can't keep them straight. There's just too many.
Uh, Tom Brady issued a statement saying, I'm incredibly grateful to have played for the best coach in the history of the NFL. I could never have been the player I was without you, Coach Belichick. I am forever grateful. Yeah, I kind of wondered what that relationship was like after he left. You know, the relationship between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Well, did Bill Belichick have anything to do with Tom leaving? I mean, was that... That's what I thought. Was he part of that decision to let Tom go? I thought it was. I thought they had beef. Like, I thought yeah. that they had, like, talked smack about each other after Tom, Tom left. Yeah, not publicly, but... Right. Tom didn't want to cheat for him anymore. Yeah. No more inflate <laughs> Just cake. jokes, people. Just jokes. <laughs> Brady and Belichick went to nine Super Bowls together and won A six lot. of them. Oh, my God. That's so many. The team also notched 31 playoff wins, which is a record for a head coach. That's insane. Andy Reid is second with 22. Belichick had a total of 296 wins with the Pats. That puts him second on the all-time list for wins with a single team. Wow. He's behind only George Hallis, who won 324 with the Bears. Wow. The Bears. The Bears. (laughs) The Bears. That would be a fun part to be a part of those statistics. Like, as a Pats fan, Jeff, how do you feel about Belichick leaving? Because you do root for them. I mean, you know, obviously when they're not playing the Bengals. Right. Yeah, I think it's time. Yeah. I think it's time for a fresh look. Hmm. New blood. Hmm. New perspective. New plan. Yeah, freshen things up a little bit. Yeah, Kraft will find someone. All right. He's not a patient guy. Mm-mm. Yeah. He's Robert got enough Kraft. money, too, to pay whoever he wants. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's delve back into politics. Themes. <laughs> back to the fun stuff. Back to politics. <laughs> Can we talk about religion for oh, once? Oh, my we'll God. We'll get there, Tim. We'll get there. <laughs> why? All right. <laughs> well, it seems like Jelly Roll is everywhere these days, so why not Congress? He was on Capitol Hill yesterday to testify before a Senate committee on the fentanyl epidemic. Oh, yeah. Jelly Roll said that every day 190 people overdose and die. That's about how many people fit in a 737. Jeez. He added, could you imagine the national media attention it would get if they were reporting that a plane was crashing every single day and killing 190 people? He added that a former, that as a former drug dealer, he has a unique perspective because he used to be, quote, part of the problem. He said, I've attended more funerals than I care to share with y'all. I could sit here and cry for days about the caskets I've carried of people I love dearly, deeply in my soul. Good people, not just drug addicts. And he spoke about his daughter, whose mother is an addict. He said, every day I get to look in the eyes of a victim in my household of the effects of drugs Mm. every single day. He told the senators that he's not a Republican or a Democrat and really isn't political at all. But he told them that people, quote, crave reassurance that their elected officials actually care more about human life than they do about ideology and partisanship. Mm. Guess the, spe- the, the the reviews of his speech are rave. People are saying that really? he really was eloquent and made some incredibly poignant points. And, uh, yeah, he was good. I love the 737 analysis. Analogy, yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. 190 people. A day. Every day. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It is. So a comedy AI called Dudesy made a fake George Carlin stand-up special. It's called I'm Glad I'm Dead. And it's an hour long. 
Okay. And George's daughter, Kelly, is not happy about it. What doesn't she like? She said, my dad spent a lifetime perfecting his craft from his very human life, brain, and imagination. True. No machine will ever replace his genius. So listen to how this begins with a non-human voice basically doing a disclaimer of why it's okay to do this. Hello, my name is Dudesy, and I'm a comedy AI. Before I get started, I just want to let you know very clearly that what you're about to hear is not George Carlin. It's my impersonation of George Carlin that I developed in the exact same way a human impressionist would. I listened to all of George Carlin's material and did my best to imitate his voice, cadence, and attitude, as well as the subject matter I think would have interested him today. Please enjoy my second hour-long comedy special. I'm calling it George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead. And please remember, this is not George Carlin. Now please give a very warm welcome to George Carlin. Yeah, you want to hear a couple clips? Yeah, yes. Because Americans love reality TV, like it or not. It's the lifeblood of American culture. It's got the four basic food groups of the standard American media diet. Fighting and crying and f***ing and dying. Again, that is not George George. Carlin. Sounds a little like him, but... In the last three years, the U.S. government said aliens are real. Are we alone? They told you the answer. We're not, and no one cares because a grainy infrared video of a UFO ain't got no fighting, no crying, no f***ing, and no dying. Okay. Anyway, there you go. Not as funny as George Carlin. No, but I don't think he's very good. Uh, Kelly also (laughs) said these these AI-generated products are clever attempts at trying to recreate a mind that will never exist again. Let's let the artist's work speak for itself. Humans are so afraid of the void that we can't let what has fallen into it stay there. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, George Carlin was a pretty brilliant mind. He sure was. Have you ever seen that? They did a, there's a documentary. Have you ever seen that? Forget where it was. If it was HBO or cinema. Somebody did a, a thing on him, and it was fascinating just to see how his mind worked and how he created. I'm going to play you a clip of the real George Carlin. Okay. Which I think is excellent proof of what he could do in only 90 seconds. Again, this is the real George Carlin. I'm a modern man, a man for the millennium, digital and smoke-free, a diversified multicultural postmodern deconstructionist, politically, anatomically, and ecologically incorrect. I've been uplinked and downloaded, I've been inputted and outsourced, I know the upside of downsizing, I know the downside of upgrading. I'm a high-tech lowlife, a cutting-edge, state-of-the-art, bi-coastal multitasker, and I can give you a gigabyte in a nanosecond. I'm new wave, but I'm old school, and my inner child is outward bound. I'm a hot-wired, heat-seeking, warm-hearted, cool customer, voice-activated and biodegradable. I interface with my database, my database is in cyberspace, so I'm interactive, I'm hyperactive, and from time to time, I'm radioactive. I bought a microwave at a mini mall. I bought a minivan at a megastore. I eat fast food in the slow lane. I'm toll-free, bite-sized, ready-to-wear, and I come in all sizes. I've been pre-washed, pre-cooked, pre-heated, pre-screened, pre-approved, pre-packaged, post-dated, freeze-dried, double-wrapped, vacuum-packed, and I have an unlimited broadband capacity. 
I'm a rude dude, but I'm the real deal. Lean and mean, cocked, locked, and ready to rock. Rough, tough, and hard to bluff. I take it slow, I go with the flow, I ride with the tide, I got glide in my stride. Driving and moving, sailing and spinning, jiving and grooving, wailing and winning. I don't snooze, so I don't lose. I keep the pedal to the metal and the rubber on the road. I party hardy, and lunchtime is crunch time. I'm hanging in, there ain't no doubt, and I'm hanging tough over and out. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Brian. Yes. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How are you guys? All right, all right. <laughs> yep, I got your three headlines here. You pick the real one. You're going to Bridal Rama and eating some cake. So here we go. Is it a man is suing KFC and is asking for their secret recipe as compensation? Is it B, a guy suing Walmart and wants unlimited free shopping for life? Or C, woman sues hairdresser claiming her new haircut makes her look fat? Uh, I'm going to go with B. Did you say B or C? You said B. You went with Walmart. Good choice. Yeah. Good Yay! choice. Good job. I'd probably go for the first option here, but who knows? With inflation, right? stuff's going to get expensive. Uh-huh. Guy in East Texas named Roderick John, uh, make that Roderick Jackson, is suing Walmart and demanding $100 million or... He says he'll take unlimited free shopping for life. <laughs> I mean, how much damage can you do at Walmart if you have free shopping for life? A lot. A they lot. got some big name I stuff know. there, girl. Pretty much got everything. I oh, know. yeah. That would be actually really awesome, TVs. It? Yeah. Yeah, he filed the suit Monday. He claims Walmart violated his civil rights after he was accused of shoplifting from a Walmart in Nebraska back in 2021. He says he was racially profiled. He was falsely, he says he was also falsely accused of stealing and that he suffered emotional stress along with physical pain when he got put into handcuffs. Uh, he is demanding $100 million or the ability to walk into any Walmart for the rest of his life and take whatever he wants. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, he might not have much of a case. He did file a similar lawsuit in 2021. That got dismissed. Walmart put out a statement saying they do not tolerate discrimination, and they will be asking the court to dismiss any claims that are without merit. I'm curious, though, like, how do you how do you place a value on the humiliation of being accused of shoplifting and being handcuffed? Yeah. You know, in front of all those people. Yeah. And then finding out that he didn't take anything. Right. Uh, you know, regardless of your race, I would think you would want some kind of. Something. Something. Some kind of compensation some beyond sort of, just an I'm apology. Because I want that to sting a little. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, you want people to see that they were wrong in a big way and they had to pay for it. Free shopping or $100 million. <laughs> Might be a, bit a little unreasonable. I'm just you put saying. A price on your character. Be curious to ask the judge what is reasonable. Yeah. And yeah. and what happens in that case? You yeah. know anybody that's happened to who got accused, accused of stealing and they got stopped 
I mean, what happens to the people that get sent to prison for a crime they didn't commit, and then 17 years later, they do DNA testing and find out that you're innocent? Nothing. You know what happens when they get out? Well, Is if they can prove, if they can prove that there was wrongdoing or some kind of conspiracy, as if you know, as in someone knew and fudged evidence, yeah. then then I think the city or the county is is in big trouble yeah but you know if they were just doing their due diligence i right. guess would be you know and and the, and the the circumstantial the the preponderance of evidence yeah seemed to indicate that this person was guilty and then new technology proved otherwise later yeah uh, i don't know that they have much of a much yeah. of a case in that instance hmm. But maybe we have a legal expert who's listening and would like to weigh in and yeah. enlighten us. Do we have a best friend legal expert? I wonder. I feel like maybe there was. Or maybe there was. We one. have a lawyer. I know in there. sometimes they do give restitution depending on like if you were like Jeff is saying if they can prove that it was the state's mess up. But I think if you get wrongly arrested, it's just our bad. Oops, sorry. Have a good sometimes. One. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Now, more of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. More of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Now, the latest stuff from Ariana Grande called yes and yes and i like it a lot that was good i appreciate anything that's upbeat yeah yes, me too and. that's why i told grover yeah. yesterday please he said uh i'm just telling you right now it sounds a little like madonna's vogue i'm like i that i don't care that's okay <laughs> as long as it's not a ballad if it's got a beat we're in that's right <laughs> uh, i want to introduce you to nick who's live on the telephone with us now he is the uh <clears throat> what would you call yourself the owner of yard guard llc is that right nick that is correct and what exactly does yard guard llc do uh, to put it simply, we scoop dog poop. All right. Because that is not a fun job. Mm-mm. I mean, Jen yeah. has had to scoop a lot of dog poop in her life. That is so true. I've been waiting for it to be like 20 degrees so I can go out there and just collect those hard nuggets. It's way, sickles. It's way easier that <laughs> way. Poop sickles. It is hard this time of year. Like, we pick up religiously after our dog or we try to, but this time of year, like when it's dark, I have no idea what she's doing out I there. Don't, I don't pick up at all ever. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, yeah, we do. No, and invariably, and I will step in it. Like, Merle was having some digestive issues the other day, so I had to go out at night and make sure that everything was coming out as it should. Mm-hmm. And I stepped in a pile, and of course, I didn't <gasps> realize it until I got in the house. Mm-hmm. And this is I you. saw something on the floor, and I'm like, Damn. This is your own yard, right? My own yard. Oh, yeah, I always pick up if I walk in. Yeah. In the neighborhood, I'm just talking to my yard. So years ago, Nick... Uh, 
I'd say probably what late 2K. We did a campaign on our show called Whatever It Takes. <laughs> and the way we built it was Jeff and Jen are willing to do whatever it takes to get you to listen. We were still, you know, relatively new. We were still kind of trying to find our footing. And so we got this big giant RV and we would drive around and basically do favors for people, whatever they asked us to do. And one, one we had a listener who asked Jen <laughs> to go to her house and scoop. and scoop dog crap out of this lady's backyard. And and Jen must have been out there for half an hour I picking up. I was out there poop. a while. There was a lot of poop and it was a big dog, if I recall. Was it warm that day too? For some reason, I feel like it was warm. It was. Yeah, it wasn't. It, yeah. I wasn't out there in any kind of severe weather. But it was hot dog But it poop. wasn't. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> right. soft. But, it was smushy. I mean, way back then, we should have figured out, hey, there's a market for this. Like, right? I mean, you did it for free, but I, you would think people would be willing to pay for it. And yeah. Nick has kind of proven that. How's it going so far? I absolutely love it. It's a fun experience. And the winter is definitely my favorite so far. <laughs> Is it because the, of the texture of the poop? They're less smelly. Yep, too. the fro the frozen mess is just so much easier to pick up and. Yeah, like uh, on on the worst yards you encounter, what is the situation? Do they own you know four Great Danes and you go once a week and you pick up forty piles of large? Uh, just last week I did one that has four dogs hasn't been scooped in who knows how long. Uh, but we ended up leaving with six kitchen trash bags just completely oh stuffed. Wow. Oh, yeah, I ended up ordering a luggage scale of mine so I could start weighing oh how gosh. much I take away every single. Is that how you charge by weight? Nope. I do uh, <laughs> <laughs> time-based as well as dog-based, so how many dogs and how long it's been. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's insane. So how many, uh, like the average customer or client, how often do they have you come out to their house? Once a week? Once a week's the most popular. Uh, I have a couple clients that do uh, three times a week. So that would be like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then we also have the occasional customer that's once a month. And what would you say average size yard is? Maybe a third of an acre? Uh, quarter acres. Quarter right acre. About right. Yeah. And yeah. So what would that run me? Uh, for a single dog, that would be 16 bucks a week. Oh, that's wow, nothing. Oh, no way. Oh, I pay for that. It. Yeah. Yeah. Totally worth it. And it doesn't matter the size of the dog. Correct. Because uh, Big dogs are easier. Yeah, because you can <laughs> find them. The little ones, exactly. you know. It's easy to miss a pile. How long does it take you to do about a quarter acre? Uh, between 10 and 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, we're usually in and out. And then how do you dispose of it? Uh, depending on the homeowner, some of them prefer us just to bag it and leave it in their trash can, and some of them pay us to take it away. And when you take it away, you just take it home to your house and let your yep. trash collectors? take it home. Oh, yeah, our trash can. We have four <laughs> or five dumpsters just outside, and there trash man go. takes it away. Wow. Well, How long have you been doing you. this? Uh, since May. Well, let me ask you this. How do people get a hold of you to start the service, and do you have, like, monthly plans like, the easiest the thing whole, to do is you pay for just hop year. on our website. Okay. What's the website? Uh, it's just 1234dogpoop.com. That's a great website. 1234dogpoop.com? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you could enter in your zip code and start building your price right there. Uh, the other option, of course, is shoot a text or call to the same 
the website is the phone number. It's one two three four dog poop. Yeah, I got the area code two three four, so it'll be a little easier to remember. Wow, honest to God, you got one two three four dog poop as your phone number as well as your web address. Yep, that's amazing. That's, that is cool. Wow, you hit the lottery, man. <laughs> that's not easy to do. Nope, and that's easy to remember. And smart marketing. Super smart. Yep. One, two, three, four, dog poop. How's it been going so far since you started? You said you started this in May. How's business? Uh, good. I enjoy it. Every day I wake up and there's a new treat to be found. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's true. Have well, you found anything else in the yard or anything in the poop that's uh, noteworthy? <laughs> nothing quite yet. I keep scaring myself with uh, snakes. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm terrified of snakes, so I'm not looking forward to Finding those creeping around in the spring. Yeah, right. thanks. Got to yeah, and bunnies too. Mm-hmm. But bunnies aren't as upsetting as a snake. No, but like sometimes my dog will like lick the glitter off the floor, and it'll come <laughs> out in the in the movement. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Like a lot of dog owners Barkley. have stories yes. of socks and jewelry. That's and where that uh, bracelet charm foil. went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what do you use a shovel, or you have like one of those litter getter deals? You got a fancy Cooper. thing, I'm sure. It's a little. Uh, a uh, rake, a cultivator rake, and then a big lobby dustpan that's yeah. loaded with a kitchen trash bag. See, how'd you come up with the idea of doing this? I, I was just outside and realized someone's <laughs> got to do it. it. You know, it, it's a mess, and I know I hated doing it myself, but the second I realized I could get paid for it, I was like, you know what? This isn't nearly this as bad so as I bad. thought. Yeah. And you're outside, you know, in the fresh air and there's nobody else to exactly. have to deal yeah. with. You're just Plus, all I, alone. Like with the you can make your, your own hours too, probably. Right. Like flexibility. Exactly. As long incredible. as it's daylight, it works out. Huh. Yeah. The guy across the street from us uses, I don't know who he uses. He uses some company, but you know, he's, his little dog is got like one of those, uh, he's got like a little, electric fence so the dog can pretty much roam free throughout the yard whenever he wants and he's got this guy and he shows up and he you know does what nick does and he's in and out of there probably like nick said in 10 or 15 minutes and boom mm-hmm. all right here's what i wrote down nick yard guard we scoop dog poop one two three four dog poop dot com uh two three four dog poop one two three four dog poop so is there anything else that you want our listeners to know if when they're hearing the commercial the mom and pop spot that we're going to build for you. Any other information you you want on there? Are there certain geographical areas? Do you do Indiana? Do you go to Brown County? Do you only do in the 275 loop? How's it work? Uh, as of right now, it is only northern Kentucky. Okay. Um, I'm looking into expanding into Ohio. I have to look into more licenses. Sure. Um, but Kentucky is my service area. I already have three or four ideas that we can take this. Towards. I feel like we got to get some kind of strong jingle for one, two, three, <laughs> four. Dewey. Sure, Tim's got it. Yeah, Dewey. I imagine this is going to be the easiest one that you've ever done mm, for you as far as writing. Let's see. Yeah. All okay. Right. You can relate. So here's the plan, Nick. I'm going to go in the production room. I'm going to pull some music, some sound effects. Going to have these guys read some lines, maybe do some singing. We'll call you back in an hour with a finished product. And remember, you get what you pay for. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> yeah, we don't really make commercials as a living. You know, we it's not really our line of expertise. I mean, we can kind of do it, but, like, we're not advertising executives. You know, we're not 
professionals in the field of commercial advertising. Yep. So we'll do our best. Just manage Definitely your expectations. It. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do what we can for you. We'll have some fun with it. Cool. All right, buddy. Okay. Thanks so much. All right. All right. Give us about an hour. Thanks, Nick. We'll talk to you then. Okay. Bye. Right. Okay. Bye bye. See you. Bye. Okay. Yeah, we've never had one of those before. No, no. that is new. Weather-wise, heavy rain and gusty winds this afternoon and into this evening. Those gusts are going to ramp up to 50 to 60 miles an hour or higher into this evening. Today's high near 50. Tomorrow, blustery with light snow in the morning. Possibility of isolated slick spots and a high of only 28. Sunday, the bitter cold moves in. High of only 18. Uh, Frank did, in fact, uh, if you missed it, we'll... Uh, replay our conversation with Frank, but he was concerned that just based on the blustery winds, it could lead to some power outages, and this is not a weekend you want to be without power. So keep your phones charged, mm-hmm. batteries, flashlights. If you got a generator, make sure that's good to go because yep. you may need it. Ugh. Ugh. Right now it's 40 <laughs> at Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. nose cover photo trend Gen Zers are doing these days. And happy Quitters Day, everybody. It is Friday, the 12th of January of 2024. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. If your New Year's resolution is still going strong by midnight tonight, you are among the elite. You are a winner. Happy Quitters Day, everyone. Quitters All Day. All right. Yes. that is not. Oh, hello. Where'd that come from? I don't know. That's weird. What did you say, Jen? I didn't say anything. She said, that all was, right. Oh. I said, all right. And then I don't know where my other voice came I in. said, happy Quitters Day, everyone. And you said, all right. All I thought right. you were about to up and quit no. on me. All right. I see ya. Uh, I, have, I have been doing dry January, but I feel like with this incoming weather opportunity, I'm going to be in the house. And I don't think that that's going to be happening. I feel yeah. like I'm quitting. T- today's the day. Really? Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just feel like this weekend I want to have, like, a glass of wine, watch a show, put a fire in the fireplace. You know? Yeah. It feels very homey to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Is there any reason you can't do dry February? No. I think you can do whatever you want. This is your, uh, yeah. your yeah, drive. You, it's your, your drive. You get to decide. Is there any reason you can't just wake up in the morning and say, today's going to be a dry day? Yeah. Yeah, you can I'm do dry day today. Yeah, I even saw someone say. Don't worry they, about tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, they were doing damp January, so they were just like having a cocktail maybe on a Saturday. Savannah Guthrie or whoever. Yeah, it's damp January. A dabble. Yeah, so dabble you know, wary. for example, like when we all go out to dinner next week, maybe I'll have a cocktail. I can't get through that meal without alcohol. Maybe <laughs> I'll join you. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, that place has really good uh, Palomas, margaritas. Yeah. Just saying. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the second Friday in January is called Quitter's Day now. I quit this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love her. This after a study in 2019 found that today is the day you're statistically most likely to pack it in and give up on your resolution. How about that? of resolutions have supposedly been abandoned by now. A new poll on health... (laughs) A new poll on health-related resolutions... Well, okay, I'm going to let you in on something. Tim's not in the room. He's working on a mom-and-pop spot across the hall right now. But uh, this just reminds me of something. So before we went on Christmas break, Mm -hmm. we received an assignment. We get this every year. Leading up to our employee reviews, right? and we do get them here, leading up to our employee reviews, we are required to submit a (laughs) self-review. Yeah. Where we outline our achievements and our goals, areas we think we can improve, and uh, it's basically used as like a a launching pad, I guess, for the actual face-to-face employee review. Mm Mm-hmm that we have with our immediate supervisor and fearless leader. Mm-hmm. Having said that, when uh, Tim and I were collaborating, because we happened to be working on ours at the same time, <laughs> and we were bouncing ideas off each other about uh-huh. each other. Okay. One of his for me was, uh, you know, and he, he just said it very diplomatically, you know, maybe you could resolve to come in earlier. <laughs> You know, he says, I think that's an area where maybe we could all improve. Uh-huh. Not me. I'm already here every day before five. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing it. Your present, this company excluded yes. over yeah. here. But, so, in other know. words, add me into that. You three. Right. I was, kind of, I was actually looking. My body is kind of yes. facing Jan, and I'm kind of looking at her yeah. right now. Uh-huh. And uh, there are some other people in the building that have also uh, admitted that they could probably get here uh, a little a earlier, earlier before their respective shifts sure so i've just been kind of watching since we've been back on vacation you know how early people have been coming in Uh and naturally we're all rolling in five minutes before (laughs) showtime per (laughs) usual so i guess that didn't really stick no (laughs) well i no, it did not i quit this bitch the first it's hard two days after the new year Jeff wasn't here. Tim did come in early. Tim came in very early. because He he, was here before. But I felt like he had to because you were out. So he had to come in and kind of get his life together because he was going to be flying the plane, essentially. But then then, when I came back, he still came in early. But now not anymore. Right. Yeah. Like you're saying, yeah. Uh, But that's okay. It's normal. And this is the point of the story. Uh, Most people by now have kind of returned to their normal habits, and uh, I guess it just depends on how important it is to you. Right. (laughs) Like, let's talk about health-related resolutions for just a moment. You know, Fritz was talking about dry January, or, okay, maybe we're going to call it damp January. Yeah. Or the food you're putting into your mouth. The average person said that if they gave up their favorite food for New Year's, they'd have a hard time resisting it by day 14. So that would be this Sunday. Okay. The poll found the most common health-related goals we made were to exercise more and eat better. Yeah. But big sweeping goals are the hardest to stick to. So one way to make it through Quitter's Day is by just dialing back and kind of adjusting. Mm-hmm. 
I think five minutes before showtime is perfectly reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Here are a few tips on how to power through quitters day. Be more realistic and slow down. Don't try to make it happen all at once. Instead of abandoning your resolution, just adjust it. Number two, remember, progress is not always linear. Setbacks are inevitable. Mm -hmm. They don't have to mean you failed. Yeah. So instead of quitter's day, think of it as correction day. I quit this bitch. No, no, you're correcting this bitch. (laughs) You slipped, get back up. Maybe this is also the day, too, where if you've been doing so well for the past two weeks, you do deserve a little award. And maybe that's what it is. Yeah, but you see, your reward is that you've been doing it for the last 10 or 11 days. No, it's and not. You're succeeding. It's a Hershey. It's, you know, yeah, peanut butter cups. <laughs> see, and that's such, that's such part of the problem. Yeah. Is that we see these things that are horrible for us as rewards. Yeah. Right. But that's okay. <laughs> oh, God. They make you feel good in the moment. In the moment. No, I get Jen's point, though. Yeah. Like, the reward is what you've accomplished yeah. the past couple of weeks. Is that you've been doing it. Right. Um, but if I have a day where I just don't feel like it, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. Right. And uh, there's always tomorrow. You know, I can get right back up on that horse tomorrow. Yeah. Celebrate what you have accomplished. Maybe you said you worked out five days a week. Uh, or I'm sorry, maybe you said you would work out five days a week, but you only did two days a week. Uh, reframe that as a, as a, as a win. Good mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Keep it up. Try to build on that. Yeah. Uh, but don't use Quitter's Day as an excuse to give up. Just because you didn't do it today or tomorrow doesn't mean you have to abandon the mission. Right. Uh, it really is just supposed to be a day for restarting your resolution. So hit the reset button. Reassess whether your goals are realistic or not, dial back if you need to, and keep on keeping on. There you go. Keep at it. You got Be that. strong. You can do it. That's right. You can do it. Someone asked you to name an unspoken office rule that should never be broken. Um. Hello, chair swap. We just had this discussion this morning, Jeff Thomas. I can't even believe that Jeff did what he I did. I know. I was shocking. all set to like he should know fire better. off an email to the afternoon show. Like, have we not discussed relocating the chairs in the studio? Yeah, I did mean to switch that back. I forgot. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So I had an interview yesterday with a couple of guests that I had to pre-record yesterday afternoon. And uh, the plan was to do it in another studio. When the time came to record the interview, all of the available production studios were in use. Oh, boy. Except for one, and that was the one on the other side of this wall next door. Too teeny tiny. And it was too teeny tiny and... There's uh, a lot of equipment in that room, too. Right. And... uh, we we just we really needed the space in this room, and uh, you know, it's just the, the countertop was too high. I needed a certain line of sight, and mm-hmm. I'm just comfortable in here because you know, sure. this is where we work. So this is your your area, right? So anyway, I'm trying to adjust this because these people are a different height from Fritch, and 
Uh, they're a little older. You know, they need a little assistance. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they couldn't climb into Fritch's chair. And I so I was going to adjust it for her. And I sit in Fritch's chair, and Fritch's chair is lopsided. Like, it leans to one side. Really? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I, I thought that was weird, too. So I switched it with the chair in front of Mike Six over here. Mm-hmm. And I was, oh, that feels much better. And I adjusted. I put it there, and the, my guest sat down, and everything was great. Mm-hmm. And I intended to switch the chairs back. Fast then, forward you know, to this morning. I forgot. Just, just we're all, you were only thinking about yourself. So I came in today, <laughs> and the first thing I do is I, like, immediately start cleaning everything in here because that's just a part of my routine. I come in. I get out the Lysol. I get out the Lysol wipes. I spray. I wipe down. I get back. I readjust everything to be back into my element. And then I sit in my chair, and I'm like, who messed with the chairs in the studio? And it was Jeff. It was me. And, you know, this is not an excuse, mm-hmm. uh, but this kind of plays into, I think, why I forgot. By the time we wrapped up, it was almost 2 o'clock, and Natalie and Freddie and everything, they're kind of, like, they kind of want to move in here. Like, their show starts at 3, mm-hmm. and they kind of, they want to get into the studio and start preparing their show, and I get it. So I felt a little rushed, and in my haste to get out of here, get out of their way, I neglected to switch the chair back. And how do you feel about what you've done? Well, I've earned the ire of Fritch. <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal. No, you said, I've, oh, that I've, was me. And then I said, oh, well, I think I readjusted I admit it right off the bat. The minute you said it, I'm yeah. like, oh, crap, that was me. Yeah, but I, um, I think that's something that happens often at workplaces, though. Back to this initial conversation is when people move things around and they don't put them back, like the stapler. Mm-hmm. It just cra- stupid stuff like that. I did more than switch your chair, by the way. Like I had to, I moved all those monitors out of the way so that I had a clear shot of my guests. Yeah. They- I-, I had to clear the counter space so they could, you know, have a place to put their stuff. I moved your coat over there. I put that back. I no. just put it on the wrong chair. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. I give you credit though for owning it. You know, you could have easily blamed every there's plenty of people that you could have thrown under the bus and put on it could have put it all on them but no i could have easily said it was natalie and she totally would have bought it oh yeah (laughs) for sure but it wouldn't have been a that big of a thing no i'm the same way as fridge like when my stuff or if this chair is switched and i share the space with everybody yeah Mm mm-hmm i don't like it any more than she does so i i totally get the irritation do you think they uh they cuss us in the same way we cuss them. Do you think they come in in the afternoon and they're like, who touched my... No, because we set mine? the precedent of what the room should feel like because we're in here first. You so think? I think that collectively they know that every day they got to readjust it to what they like. Yeah, I leave this really pretty tidy for Freddie. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I feel like we always like tuck our stuff, except for like, you know, you and Tim. I don't know because I'm not on that <laughs> side of the room, but... Collectively, I know this side of the room is always well kept. You've got it. Yeah. I'll tell you something else that drove me nuts about work is, I know we have to go or whatever, but the other day, what day was that that I came in? It may have been Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember. But I opened up the refrigerator to put my food in there. Mm -hmm. And someone, I don't know who, or if it was even a person, 
but somehow this this entire bottle of soy sauce had spilled in the work refrigerator. It was all over the inside of the refrigerator in the little casing drawers. It was all over all the condiments in there. All the stuff that's hardest to clean. And and whomever this person just left it. And other people had had to have opened and closed that thing, saw it, and just left it. It's like, screw that. Yeah. I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. So yeah. being the work mother that I am, I... I took everything out. I cleaned everything out. I took out all the shelves. I wiped everything off. I threw away all the stuff that was not savable and just moved on. But that's some of this like unspoken work stuff. I'm like, how do you just leave a mess like that and not even register like, oh, I should clean that up. See, that's why she blew her stack at me over the chair because it wasn't about the chair. It was about the soy sauce. It was. She has not let that go yet. Holding on to everything in here. All the cleaning I do. Yeah. So anyway, so that would be like two unspoken office rules around here is clean up after yourself. And put the chairs back where you found them. Right, even though it's not <laughs> technically in the policy manual. Uh, do you agree with these or have you ever broken with any of these? Some, some other ones, if you've been in a meeting forever and your boss says, okay, uh, is there anything else? Anyone else have anything? Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's hard for some people. Do you yeah, guys remember? It's, it's hard to Mintz? believe, but you know, <laughs> right? Oh God, love him so much. Our old engineer. He'd he be like, was... um, I got a question. We'd all be like, Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Stop! Stop! <laughs> but you know, there are some people, and it's so hard to believe. Love those meetings. They enjoy being in there. They oh like yeah, the I sit across from one of them. Yes, they love the camaraderie. <laughs> they love the sharing. Honest to God, ideas. he loves it. They enjoy being with their coworkers. Yeah. And then you have those of us that are counting down how many more minutes until it's finished. They said noon. They said noon. It's 12.05. Right. (laughs) Now, see, I was the one that loved working with a consultant, except for that one that didn't like me at all. But (laughs) the other one we had. I did like Steve. I loved that. I love that just, yeah, that, that whole creative process was fun for me well that's fine why did i have to be there because you're on the show <laughs> i liked steve too i thought it was really yeah, i liked him personally as well i liked the meeting i liked when we would go to those brain sessions at the kingsgate marriott and yeah. eat food that was really fun those were fun yeah, well, let me know what you came up with then <laughs> <laughs> i'll see you tomorrow uh don't be too efficient It makes other people look bad, and your boss will just ask you to do more. And then you're going to bitch about the fact that you work so hard all the time and never have a chance to leave. You're always stuck here. Yeah. Got to be careful. Yeah. If you're not busy, don't tell anyone. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You're not kidding. Just shop online like the rest of us. Yes. (laughs) Act like you're doing something. Uh, Number three, the third time you walk past someone in a day does not require a whole... Uh, hello. Yeah, if you walk by somebody for the third time in one day, it is not necessary for you to say hi. Every single time. Say hi the first time. You can nod the second time and then ignore them after that. Okay. Uh, number four, never reheat something smelly like fish, especially right before someone else uses the microwave. You will cross-contaminate their food with fish stink. We have a sign on the microwave here about what you're allowed to put in there and what you're not. 
Uh, number five, if you don't want people using your coffee mug, don't leave it in the kitchen. Yeah. If you leave it in the kitchen, it is a communal mug. Mm, that is true. Number six, don't be that smelly person at work. If your odor is more pungent than most, invent, would you know that? That's the problem is most people can't smell themselves. Yeah. And so, I don't know, hope you have someone that, a good friend that will tell you if you do. Maybe just please wear any perspirant or deodorant or something. I do remember our HR person had to have a conversation with someone before about, um, like, work scent. Oh, my aunt used to do HR, and she would tell me she had this one particular woman in in her office that everyone complained about. And she had multiple conversations with her where she would actually be like, okay, do you use soap? Oh. And would have like, inst- give her instructions on what soap to buy and how to use it. Did she because ever give her so soap? Bad. I don't know if she ever gave her soap, but she, she said those were the most uncomfortable conversations. And she just did not know what to say or how to say it. But when you've got, multiple co-workers complaining yeah. consistently. I wonder how, like, has anyone, is is there anyone listening who? Yes. Has been told you need to work on your personal hygiene. Like What was said to you? Like, and, and yeah, like you, what did was did said to you? realize, did you have any idea? Right, did you know, did you have any clue? And... You know, how did that make you feel? Did that change did your, change behavior? your behavior? And did you rectify it or attempt to? Right. You know, did that come as a surprise to you? Did you have any idea? Did you care? Uh, number seven, unless you have a private office, never use your speakerphone. Yeah. People should be more mindful of how loud they are in general. Number eight, don't mess with other people's stuff. Like if someone's out sick uh-huh. and you know they have extra ketchup packets in their desk, those are off limits because they will notice they're missing. Mm. Uh, number nine, don't complain about everything. Constant negativity isn't fun, even if you agree with the person's take. Yeah. And number 10, don't schedule meetings first thing Monday or last thing Friday. Yeah. That is a great way to make people hate you. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are the unspoken rules that most every office mm. has or should have. Mm-hmm. Where did I get that from? Yeah, this is from Reddit. Of course it was from Reddit. 751, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Weather-wise, heavy rain and gusty winds this afternoon and this evening. We'll see gusts of 50 to 60 miles an hour into this evening with a high around 49. Uh, becoming blustery with light snow tomorrow morning. And the possibility of isolated slick spots. I got to drive to Indianapolis tomorrow morning. <sighs> you staying overnight? No. I'm a, that's a long drive to and from. <laughs> it's two hours. <laughs> what a boring trip. Uh, there's not much to see between here and Indy. That is true. Yeah. Uh, right now it's 40 at Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Emily is looking for a second date update today with a guy named James. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Everybody good? Quick yeah. check? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mental check. I got to be honest. I'm, I'm a little nervous because I've been a fan of you guys for so long. <laughs> oh, no. We're happy to have you. And, and we'd like to help if we can. You want to take us from the beginning? Tell us how you met James and how the first yeah, date and all yeah. that? My mom, I just have to tell you, my mom and I used to, like, listen to the second date updates when I was in junior high. Oh, lovely. I like that. (laughs) Is that how you learned how to date so well? Was from all of your experience of listening? (laughs) Yes, all the advice. And I was like, I hope that never happens to me. And now I'm calling. So um, (laughs) thanks for being there. Here it is. Now, did your mom ever change the channel if the conversation went a little too adult for her? Or did she let you listen to everything? (laughs) She probably shouldn't have let me listen to everything, but she did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. Were there times you were thinking, you know, Mom, what is that? <laughs> what does that mean, Mom? Yeah, yeah. Made some for some fun conversations. We're like, oh, we're at school now. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> and here you are. Yeah, I met James on Match. We actually went out twice, so I was feeling, like, really hopeful. And I felt like there was definitely some chemistry, you know. There was – I was definitely attracted to him, and, and I could sense that, you know, he was feeling the same way. Well, it was mutual enough you got together twice, so I guess that's good. Yeah, right? Like, I, I feel like that's a good thing. And But, you know, like, he, there wasn't, he wasn't, like, super affectionate. And I thought, well, maybe he's just really, like, polite and kind of takes slow. You know, like, our first date, we just went for coffee. So, you know, it was, like, really casual. And then the second date, we had dinner. So it was a little bit more of a romantic time. Nice. And we just talked a lot, and we had a lot in common, and... We laughed, telling jokes, and we even we actually talked about a third date, but we didn't make plans. But he seemed open to it. Yeah, it seemed it's you know we were like yeah we should do this again, and I was like feeling really good, but like then he didn't kiss me at the end of the date or anything. Hmm. But I still got the slow vibe. It wasn't like I thought that he wasn't interested. Gotcha. Yeah, I but, don't but know. Nothing like are you? Here's my question for you: Are you feeling anything magical while all this is going on? I mean, I really like him. I'm really feeling like this could go somewhere. Okay. So, so I don't maybe he's give up. just a little reserved and moves a little slower. Right, that's yeah. What I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, he did hug me at the end of the date. Oh well, that's something. Maybe he's just a little shy. Yeah, but the one thing is, he was like, "Talk to you later." That that kind of was like stuck into my head, like. Mm, maybe he's not feeling it. I don't know. So what are the what are the phrases that you can kind of not ever really a hundred percent take as verbatim and <laughs> and true? Talk to you later. See you later. How about call you later? Is mm. call you later? Is is there any that's a definite? He's you know you're de- when you say it you really mean it. Yeah, I would never say something like oh I would love that if I didn't really mean it. If you if you don't mean it, you say I would love that. No, no, I would never put I would love that out there if I didn't really mean it. Oh, okay, it's happening. Yeah, because if you give them an enthusiastic, oh, I would love that. Well, now they have this expectation that you're going to call them because you loved it so much. Okay, really but if you will. said sounds great, or if you say I'll call you, or I'll text you, or I'll talk to you later, all of that's BS. Yes, you only mean it if you say <laughs> I would love that. Yes. Let's okay. hang out again soon. So let's, let, let's just go through a couple exercises. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a really great day. I hope you call me. Hey, it was good seeing you. 
<laughs> thank you for telling me that. No, you thank you for that information. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you for, for the information. That. Thank you for telling me. I don't think anything is a guarantee that. because I feel like sometimes I I feel like I don't know if I ever really mean it. Do you? Uh, what do you say when you do really mean it? I say the exact same thing as when I don't really mean See, it. This is yeah. why it's so Talk confusing. Yeah, let's do this again. All right, sounds good. I mean, yeah, I, sounds good hey, to me. Yeah, it's like, yes, me. I will, and also, no, I won't. Okay. But I mean, if you I'm say, kind of oh, my God, I would love that. Yeah. Does that yeah. seem insincere to you? I mean it. No. I, when you mean when you say that, I've seen you say that, and I can tell by the look You're in your different. eye and your mannerisms and everything, <laughs> you mean it when you say I'm that. I'm kind of a pushover that can't say no. So that's my challenge. I always have say yes, even though I might not really mean it. You're a big fat liar but I, all the time. Sometimes, yeah. Uh. <laughs> but also, I mean it. Like, I really do. I really did enjoy meeting you. Yeah. Does that mean I want to hang out again? No. Maybe I do. Oh, no. Oh, boy. See, well, I was no. horrible See, at dating. We're, we weren't any help there at all. No. I was no, hoping no. for clarity, and I think it just got muddier. Zero clarity. Yep. <laughs> that's yep. what I'm about. Yep. All right. I assume you haven't heard from him. The question is, have you reached out? So I, I did text him a couple times, but I haven't heard anything back. So I just thought it was time to call you. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call James and see what his deal is as Second Date Update continues. Emily would like to move on with her life. So either bleep <laughs> or get off the you know what. That's What's happening? Right. Is this happening or not? Second Date Update continues next with Jeff and Jenna Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Emily actually went on a couple of dates with James. Coffee date went well, and then they had more of a formal sit-down dinner. Emily seems to think there's chemistry there. They laughed, cracked jokes, had fun. James seemed open to a third date, but didn't hear anything from him. And she's texted a couple times. He's not responded, so I don't know what's going on here, Mm -hmm. but we're going to call James and see what's up. Hi, is this James? Yeah, who is? Hey, James, it's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How you doing, man? Jeff and Jen, are you serious? Yeah, how are you, bud? I'm doing fine. What's up? We spoke to a friend of yours, and she says hi. Her name is Emily, and she was telling us what a what a great guy she thought you were. And is this second date update? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you're a hard guy to read, James. She felt like maybe there was some chemistry there because it seemed like you were having a good time. But she got the impression maybe you're a little shy and maybe having trouble coming out of your shell a little bit. I mean, I, I guess a little bit. But I, truth is, I did like her. Like the first date, I liked her a lot, and that's why I went out with her again. Yeah. And then, but but then she said something that like completely changed my mind about her, and it, it kind of just like totally turned me off. What happened? What'd she say? Uh, she said she's like super into Jeffrey Dahmer, man. What? She's what do you into mean? the, the serial killer? Like oh super God. into what? The documentary yeah, or the like guy the himself? Killer. Yeah. Well, I, I guess both. She oh loves God. serial killers. 
but like wait hold had, on what do you mean me, by she loves serial killers like she she loves that shit, man like she loves it i don't know why it, it, it like t- turns her on or something <gasps> now uh, it turns her on or she's fast because i know somebody that studied like criminal law or criminal psychology or, or something and she just was fascinated by the minds of serial killers, and she was just trying to figure them out. And I don't remember what her goal was oh if she God. was getting into criminal something. Law? You know, she was getting into, no, I mean, it wasn't law, but it was something. Yeah, the, the criminal profiling. Yeah, something. And, I mean, she oh. was somebody that would watch everything there was out there, all the documentaries on serial like killers. Like Criminal Minds, and the she TV just show is like fascinated that. by it and just yeah. wanting to understand the mind of someone who could do these horrible, horrible things. Is she one of those, or are you saying she, she has, has, like, this idolizing of... No, like, yeah, like, she has a tattoo of Jeffrey on her shoulder. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I'm out. Okay. Same. Yeah. yeah, I watched yeah. Dahmer for yeah, exactly. like. Okay, rem- remember? Did you guys watch know- Dahmer on I Netflix? I would never even start. Oh, no. I had to stop. Yeah. I saw it. I I did see it, but only because I like Evan Peters. Oh. Well, everybody's obsessed with true crime these days, but it's a thing. That's- oh, it's and not serial the same, killers. It's a whole mm, different yeah. level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just like that's just like a complete red flag to me, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. I was. I was trying to be respectful. You know, we finished a date and all that, but I don't really plan on seeing her again. The tattoo is so interesting. What is that? Emily, (laughs) can you help us understand what that's about? Yes, and I told James, like, first, I don't think Jeffrey Dahmer was born evil. You know, I think somehow, like, the system failed him and he could have been saved. Well, I'm not really sure how a tattoo of his face on your shoulder conveys that, but you watch a documentary. What was the backstory there? I believe his mother passed away, and then his dad kind of raised him, and he went in and out of the system and kind of bounced around like that. That's all part of the documentary was kind of like how he was brought up. When he was in school, he would, like, do certain things to, like, animals. Like, he needed help. He didn't get the help he needed. He didn't get the help he needed, correct. I mean, that's obvious. I mean, that. Yeah. So does he not bear any other responsibility for those crimes? My question is, when you look at the tattoo in the mirror, does it turn you on? <laughs> no. I love that James is hyper-focused on that aspect of this whole thing. Because you were talking about, uh, what's his name, too? Ted Bundy. You you were talking about him, too. I was he like, was a charmer, wasn't he, he that he, one? He, he was a yeah, very, he was yeah. a charmer infamously charismatic good-looking guy which made him so dangerous but i'm just thinking of this from the perspective of jeffrey dahmer's victims family members like how would they feel about seeing a tattoo of their child's murderer oh yeah that's also that's, that's where i be that's from. pretty up. yeah that's right yeah remember the menendez brothers Oh, yeah. All the and fan mail there. Yeah. Oh, we're going nuts. It's been the one. Oh, one yeah. was One of them was really good looking. Yeah. Those are the ones that um, killed their parents. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there were all of these women that were wanting to save them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There's just yeah. a lot No chance here. of a second date there, James? No. No, no. Didn't think okay. so. All right. Well, thank you for taking the call, James. We appreciate it. It was nice talking to you. Yeah, sure. Thanks, guys. All right. Emily, good luck out there. Thanks. All right. If you need a little help with the second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. Okay. What is this nose cover photo trend Gen Zers are doing? Yeah. What's that all about? We're going to dive into that. 
And a uh, couple things you can do to help yourself sound smart. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. When you were taking your family photos over the holidays, did you notice your kids doing anything strange in the photos other than the normal stuff, like looking like looking like they'd rather be anywhere else? Right, exactly. I asked this question because the online tabloids claim that there is a new trend among Gen Zers called the nose cover. The nose cover? Yeah, it's basically just holding your hand in front of your face, covering your nose more specifically. Mm-hmm. And there were some photos of celebrity kids doing it online. And now apparently something that a lot of kids are doing who aren't necessarily celebrities. Okay. Doesn't really mean anything. It's just a way of kids blocking their face and expression because most parents are on social media these days. <laughs> right. And they love to, to post family photos without permission. And since everyone is online somewhere these days, it's easy mm-hmm. for other kids to come across those cheesy family photos and tease. Right. Yeah. Because all of your friends' parents are friends. Right. On Facebook, right. at least. So the nose cover is just a way to sort of partially hide themselves, but in a cool way to their friends. Yeah. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like, yeah. this isn't really my family. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm being forced. Yeah. This is so dumb. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny, though, because... When you pull up the pictures and you see the teenagers, you can literally tell they're just so embarrassed to be in it. Now, has Penelope, is she, have, is she at a point where you embarrass her at all yet or oh. you're not there? Yeah, I mean, but she's mostly embarrassed because of, like, if I'm singing or talking to other people, she doesn't really want me doing any of that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But she's also, like, in, in family pictures, she is very much like the class clown. Like, she won't. I I have to be like now be serious. Let's yeah. take a let's take a good one. Okay. Straighten up, kid. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're gonna start doing that in all of our photos from now on. <laughs> I think because you they force us to be on social media all the time, everywhere. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to right. ask. It's our way of protesting. <laughs> Yeah, I do see my friend's daughter who is 13, Ellie. She's always like, Mom, Mom, like, stop. I don't know. I don't know. No pictures. She's definitely that one. Uh, Meanwhile, don't know if you caught this. Uh, If you're looking to improve your communication skills this year, listen up. Two tips that the experts say will help you appear more intelligent and confident when talking to people. Okay. Steer clear of big words. Okay. <laughs> Using large, complex words might make you feel smarter, but it's not how it comes across to other people. Yeah. Especially if they don't know what it means. Right. <laughs> Study found that writers who used unnecessary big words were seen as less intelligent than ones who just use simpler words. 
Now, when somebody says a big word around you and you don't know what it means, do you just play like you do and look it up later, or do you do you say what I don't I don't understand? Oh, I'm just like I don't know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> do you silently judge them like okay? No, big, big I, word. I mean, guy. I've said I've had this happen on second date update where you know someone's relaying say they're a complaint about the person they were on the date with or mm-hmm. or an issue they had with the person on the date and if yeah if if I don't feel like they're clear or right. they're giving me double talk just for my own understanding I'll just flat out say to them I don't know what that means what does that mean mm-hmm. blah 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 yeah uh, in general, it's better to keep things simple and conversational unless you're in a place where formality matters like a courtroom. Number two, slow down your speech. Everyone has a natural speaking cadence, and it's kind of hard to change, especially when you're passionate about the subject. Yeah. But talking too quickly can make you come across as nervous or curt. Yeah, I can agree with that. But when people start talking really fast, they lose me very quickly. I get in trouble for this. I talk quickly sometimes. I do too. Sometimes when I feel like I have a lot of details that need to come out, and if I go slow, it's going to take forever. I'll just blow, blow through. But all I can of feel them. it. I can feel the people yeah. that I'm talking to. I'm losing them. And then they gloss over. Yeah, you and you're like, tell. I know. Like, all right. But here's well. here's what really happened. I just had to tell you all the other stuff first. If we can <laughs> get all that through, because it's an important detail. <laughs> Yeah, do you ever feel like your mind is going faster than your mouth is able to? Oh, all yeah. the time. Like in in my mind, I've all got I've got a whole paragraph that I'm trying to spit out, but my mouth muscles just can't keep up and it yeah. just yeah. comes out as like blithering idiocy. Yeah. Like yes. gibberish kind gibberish. of. Gibberish. Yes. Yeah. Uh at the same time, don't go overboard. Because if you dial your pace back too much, then it comes off as patronizing, you know, mm-hmm. like you're lecturing. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It's hard. You know, if you if, if it's really important to you and you're trying hard to sound smart. <laughs> <laughs> These are the tricks. Not that you're not already smart. Right. I guess those will help you sound smarter. Mm-hmm. What's up, Tim Timmerman? Hello. Tim Timmerman's back. Hey, how are we? He's been gone for the past hour working on this week's mom and pop spot. I'm going to put it all on the table. I'm dealing with some IBS crap right now. Oh, no. I didn't sleep well. Had some dog issues last night. Oh, boy. But I think we pulled it off. Oh, nice. You know, it's. it's, We had some additional challenges during the production of this. It's also convenient that you had dog challenges because this is a dog issue. Esque business. Yes, uh, Mr. Nicholas had to get up to go poop two times last night. Oh wow! Mm. And I think he might be dealing with some IBS stuff too because he was just kept moving around and squatting and moving around and squatting and moving mm-hmm. around. And yeah, squatting. what are you guys eating over there? <laughs> Not much lately. <laughs> Lots of greens. It's because you are doing dry January. Probably your, your sister has a big going, shock. What? Yeah. what did you do to me? Where's the beer? <laughs> <laughs> While you were gone, Tim, I did say that today is probably the day that I'm. 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 Just boycott. I'm just over it. You're done? Well, because I feel like going into this somewhat crappy weather long weekend, yep. I just don't know if I'll survive. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris went out with a friend last night. Um, they hadn't seen each other in a while. He came home, I don't know, 930, something like that. I was like, 
Is that a cab that I You're smell? Like, is that Cabernet or Malbec? He's like, I folded. Is that the red blend? I'm, I'm feeling a red blend. <laughs> I quit this bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Happy Jeez. National Quitters Day, everyone. Yep. So anyway, yeah, uh, we talked to Nick earlier. I'm doing our mom and pop spot for uh, Yard Guard. The may pick up your dog poop. You want me to get him, Jeff, or do you no. want to do one K first? I don't. Whatever I'm good you want to do. I'll send it to you right now, Jeff. I, it's not my best work, but it's not bad. Uh, it's up to you guys. We could do one K first, or if he's ready to go, we I'll could do him. the. Okay. And just a little preface: I, I was the 13 year old in this commercial. That ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't know where else you would go with this. Campaign, honestly, you know, <laughs> makes sense. I love, I do love how Tim comes in here every Friday. We have the same conversation where he comes in here and he's like, uh, "I'm just, I don't know, guys. Don't know. You gotta manage your expectations because <laughs> I just, I, I just don't know." Well, yeah. let's ask Nick. Well, Nick will give us an honest opinion. Hey, Nick, welcome back. Hello. So it's my understanding that it was your mom who turned you on to us and said that you need to call us for a mom and pop spot to help support your business. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Cool. Okay. And prior to that, did you ha did you have any real knowledge or or uh, familiarity with our show whatsoever? Yes, I definitely listened to you guys. Um, I, well, throughout high school, I listened to you guys every day on the way to school and then since then i've been and since then i grew up and matured and realized there were better options out there <laughs> no whenever i whenever i'm awake early i tend to sleep in oh, I oh guess. No, you right. can do that when you're a your own business person that's right you get the option that's right of oh news of palouse okay well anyway yeah so i don't know if your mom gave you the story but the way the whole mom and pop thing started was during the pandemic like during the shutdown how it was, it was really affecting, like, all these small businesses who were struggling to stay alive in the first place. And then, you know, as people kind of started coming back, the world sort of had pivoted at that point. Everybody was ordering on Amazon, and they, you know, they were ordering in, and a lot of, business, a lot of businesses continued to struggle, and we were trying to come up with a way to sort of support the community. And so we thought this, mom, this weekly mom-and-pop spot was kind of a fun way to... Mm-hmm. To uh to 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 not just accomplish that, but you know, it'd be kind of a one off fun tongue in cheek kind of moment and uh it just sort of took off from there. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun. we have fun with it every week. Yeah. And so we kept doing it and uh, uh Tim just sent me yours. He just finished it. Now I'm trying to find it now. Hang on. Oh boy. Uh I've got too much stuff on here, guys. <laughs> It's okay. What did you label it oh as again, God. Tim? Yard guard. <laughs> yard guard. For today's date. Are all of those mom guard. and pop spots? What are all of those on that? Yeah, a lot of them are mom and pop spots. Clement, Kunkel's, Collins, Marcus, <laughs> Champagne, Mystical. Oh, here it is, yard guard. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to play this for you on the radio. I want you to be 100% honest because you owe us nothing, Nick. If you think it's I crap, you tell us it's crap. Pardon, All right. I didn't mean to. <laughs> pardon the pun. It wasn't intentional. <laughs> All right. Okay, you ready? Yep. Here it comes. I'm ready. This week's mom and pop spot for Yard Guard. 
Attention, Northern Kentucky. You sick of picking up your dog's stinky brown lawn ornaments? Those smelly sidewalk surprises? Those backyard treasures and offensive garden treats? Then you need to call. Yard Guard. Yard Guard is a professional dog poop cleanup service. They offer one-time and regular visits so you can enjoy your clean yard. No long-term contract. Fully insured and licensed. And sanitized tools and shoes. To learn more and sign up, get to Yard Guard's website. 1234dogpoop.com Or call 1234dogpoop. Ask about their other services like Kitty Litter Exchange. It's great for households with nine cats. Jen? Get rid of your Barker's eggs. Remove those chocolate icebergs. Yard guard. We scoop your dog poop. One, two, three, four, dogpoop.com. Or call one, two, three, four, dog poop. Yard guard. Follow along with Yard Guard's poop counter at one, two, three, four, dogpoop.com. That's a real thing. That's real on their website. I didn't make that up to be oh, make an, an additional <laughs> feces joke. Oh. It's there. Right. It's really there. It's there. Nick, be honest. You don't have to be polite. What did you really think? Be honest. Oh, I, I am grinning ear to ear. That is amazing. Hey, how about that? Yay! I liked it. Another I love it. Customer. <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. And it costs you nothing. Zero. I love it. Yeah. Best price. Have we ever put like a a value on what this is worth? Oh no, it's uh, we haven't talked to. Yeah. Absolutely priceless. Yeah. That's so we're gonna we're gonna put this up on our website at wkrq.com. We actually have a, a page with all of the mom and pop spots that we produce, so you can go back and you can listen to. You know, other ones that we've done in the past kind of hear our work. And also the links are right there. So if there was a business you heard a couple weeks ago or maybe this week and you're like, what was that website? What was the name of that place? They're all right there. Just click and link to them and give them a ring. Well, congratulations, and we hope you're you're very (laughs) successful, Nick. Thank you, guys. I do appreciate it. to you. Yep. He can't talk because his phone is ringing off the hook right That's now. That's right. One, two, He's three, just four. like, wow, hold on. I got to take these calls. All right, buddy. Do what take you got to do. Yeah, good luck and take care. Okay, bye. Stay Thank you, guys. Yeah, and let us know it. if you get any real, you know, if you see any uptick in business as a result. Oh, yeah. yeah we're always sure. Absolutely. We'll do. All right, buddy. Take it cool. easy. Have a good weekend. You too. Thanks, see you, man. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. I should hire one of the kids in my neighborhood since he is only in Kentucky. Oh, you for now. should. Yeah, for now. I bet if you bought him a pooper scooper in a bucket, that totally could work. They would do it. Yeah. Oh, look, Frank's got the rainbow. See, I told you it was a double rainbow. We just had a rainbow outside our window. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So cool. Check out our Q102 Instagram. It is on our story if you would like to see the rainbow that was outside. It's a big one. It was very creepy. I've never seen one. I was in telling Jeff, dark it, it looked like it before. ended over at Kroger over Oof. there in uh, Oakley, like... The end of the rainbow looks like yeah. it was shining right on Kroger. Well, that's where rainbows begin and end, Fritchie, your neighborhood Kroger. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Hey, Andrea, what's happening? Hi, how are you guys? Pretty good. How was your week? It was good. It was good. Yeah. Oh, look, it's raining out now. I see the wet roads. Oh, jeez, here it comes. Yep. Did you see the rainbow? Did you see the I double did. rainbow? It was very beautiful, but kind of eerie, like Jen said. It was dark on one side right. and rainbow on the other. End of days. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I've never seen a rainbow when it was that dark out. I agree. But I, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. I, I did, too. the production room for an hour. I missed all of it. Oh, there's back. plenty of pictures on Facebook, honey. I just honey. saw them, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to cool. get in on the pics, Tim. It's funny because... Jen and I were in here, and we're standing at the window, and we're looking at the double rainbow, and then I got called across the hall to lay down some tracks for the mom-and-pop spot, and I go into the studio, and Tim has the lights on full blast in there. Oh. It's like walking onto the set of 2001 A Space Odyssey. Like, it's just pure white everywhere, but he's enclosed with four walls. So oh. he, he can't see anything outside from yep. that. That's how I feel in my oh, office. Fine. There's no windows. Oh, is that how it is at your place? It is. Yep. Yeah. You get breaks. Do you get to like go for can, a walk and I stuff? I can pretty much walk around if I want to. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's try to win you a thousand dollars here. I got an envelope. You know the rules. You played before. You got thirty okay. seconds to answer ten questions that begin with a letter we're about to reveal. Uh, you can't use the same answer more than once. We think the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible, but that is up to you. The strategy right. you choose is up to you. Sounds yes, good. Is. Yes. Okay. So. What's the letter? You got letter D as in double rainbow. You guys feel like we get D <laughs> a lot. You D? feel like D comes up a lot. I do. I do I feel do like too. D comes up a lot. I wonder what, yeah. what, what's a, what that's about. Should we change up the automatic letter generator system? Oh, uh, <laughs> no. I think I could, have a, I could have a chat with the automatic letter generator person. Um, yeah. Why don't we just write down today's date? And then keep track. If we get another D, we'll see. Huh. Fritch, much... start a spreadsheet, would you? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, we don't feel that Fritch does <laughs> enough around yeah, here. I, so I could you tell like I didn't hear any the of player's that. name, <laughs> the letter, and how many they got right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Letter D. That's our next big thing, spreadsheets. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Sounds good. At least we have an answer if we get asked the question. Right. Yeah. All right. So the letter D. Here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. With the letter D, name something you do when it's cold outside. Um, drink. Something green. Dodge. Something you freeze. Um, pass. A celebrity. David Schwimmer. A pizza topping. Ooh, daikon radish. Something you cut. Dogs. Something you throw. Dodgeball. A clothing item. Dark sweater. Something you share. Drinks. A vacation oh, spot. Dakota. Something you freeze. Ah. I'm going to get it. I swear I one of these She days. was feeling the intensity of that clock. Yep. The clock does mess with your I could feel you going into that panic. I was. Yeah. I was. I was. Yep. I thought I said Daikon Radish was brilliant. <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, that was like that out was, of nowhere, that was girlfriend. Good. That was really Insane. good. Insane. I don't yeah. even know if you put that on pizza, but I guess you could. You could if you want yeah. to. Why not? Yeah. Somebody probably does. There's a pizza place out there somewhere in the world. <laughs> that does. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. All right, kid. Well, have a good right. weekend. You guys, too. You got Bye. any plans? You're going to lay low? What are you up to? I, uh, I have, I'm have. i in a euchre club, so I have euchre tonight, which is fun. Nice. That Sweet. Is fun. Love yes. that. Yes. Okay. I will probably win because, you any... know, I'm competitive. You're very, you are very competitive. <laughs> yes. Is there any drinking involved? 
we do a little drinking. I have a daughter who is my designated driver, so that's nice. Oh, very oh, nice. Good. Does she play or does she just pick she you up and subs. drop you off? She subs occasionally, and she is subbing tonight, so it's great. I see. Oh, wow, that is that fun. Is cool. And what is your cocktail of choice? Um, I'm usually the one that brings the drinks, so I usually mix things up a little bit. But I tonight, I think I might um, make a little tequila drink with oh. blueberry lemonade there and tequila. I hear yeah. tequila is very good for the gut, Audrea. Is it? Well, yep. I will use that as my excuse next time uh, people are giving me crap about drinking too much tequila. Yeah, no, this is for your colon health. <laughs> okay, good, good. I got you. All right. Sounds good. Enjoy it. Say hi to everybody for us. I will. I will. You guys have a good weekend. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Jeff and Jen. All right, guys, say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member, ladies and gentlemen. This is Gina Harper, everyone. Hey, Gina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Great. Uh, good what part of town are you from? I'm from the Coleraine area. Um, yes. And I actually work in Ross. And Fritch has actually met me before, and she doesn't even know it. Really? Have you dispensed mm-hmm. uh, medication for her as the lead pharmacy tech at CBS? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I actually see her husband, well, her partner, Scott. Yes, quite often. <laughs> yes, I see him, but no, it's great. I can't say enough kind words about Scott and Fritch and all of you. So they're yeah. loyal patrons. They're well-behaved. They don't <laughs> cause any trouble. Scott probably backs the lineup because he loves chat. Like, he loves chit-chat. So he's probably like, you're probably like, all right, I, I gave you your depiction. Can we wrap this up? I can help the next person no, over here, no, please. It's fine. Next in line. Sir, would you step aside? <laughs> step aside, please, sir. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's great. It's become a lot more busy as... Uh, oh, yeah, cold and flu and no, whatever else yes, season. Yeah. Yes, ramped up, I'm yes. sure. Yeah, I know. What is that like? I mean... I guess you're pretty chill. Like, you're not super germ conscious like I am, where I would just be going to work every day and listening to people waiting for their meds, snorting, and coughing, and, and, and hacking. And, right. Ugh. I'd be like, get me out Spewing of here. Doing germs everywhere. I know. I get very anxious. <laughs> I don't even like, I mean, don't take this personally. I don't even like going into the pharmacy anymore for that very reason. Like, I'll do the drive through. Going to the doctor. Yeah. You want to sit in the doctor's waiting room? No. No. <laughs> Is there a drive through doctor? No. Uh. <laughs> It is very nerve-wracking sometimes because especially when you get the patients and they, you know, we actually have masks at the at the register. If we know that they have, you know, certain things, we're like, could you put on a mask? Please? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I mean, I don't want to be like the, you know, the... Mask the, police. Police, right, exactly. But, you know, just sometimes... I mean, but, but, but you are on the line of fire. Yes, or whatever. Unfortunately. Right. Unfortunately, so, yes. And you yeah. have at least, I think, you know, depending on the location you walk into, a lot of those places have plastic shields up still for obvious reasons. We don't now. And luckily, we don't have a drive through because that's the one thing that is our saving grace. But we get such lines backed up, you know, inside the store. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, bad. Yep. For sure. So, 
Yeah. But it's not as bad as some, but the whole town of Ross depends on us for sure. I'm so. sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, how's Panther? Panther is her cat. Oh, Panther. Yes. Yes. Panther, yes. Panther is good. He is was my cousin's cat. He is eight years old. He has two brothers that are still living with my cousin. because um, She had several cats, and she moved, and so I took on Panther because we lost our cat that we had. She was 18. Um, mm. Her name was Cinderella. Wow. So you um, had her for a long time. That is a long time. Yes. She was doing great for a long time. And then, you know, just towards the end, you could kind of tell things weren't going well. So I had the opportunity to get Panther. And I was like, I, I think my husband was not too keen on it at first. But I mean, he's very <laughs> lovable. And he's like, you know, he's next to us on us more than he's not when we're home. So that's great. Oh, that's he's nice. Very cool. Well, yeah. we're happy to have you in the club. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I was very surprised, to say the least. I was excited and nervous and to go on the radio, but I appreciate well, it. Well, you and... shouldn't be because we <laughs> needed an insider at the pharmacy. That is correct. correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you need to know, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm all-knowing by any stretch of the imagination, but I do know uh, just enough to get in trouble. I think that's the... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes. All right. Well, it was great talking to you. Uh, we actually have something in the works that we were emailing about last night. I can't talk about it right now, but you'll be invited. Yep. Awesome. You it's know, cool. I, I wanted to tell you before I get off the air, yes. I had the opportunity to go to Baru with you. Yes. And I didn't get to, wasn't able to go because I had to do something with my, my son. So I was like, I was like, no, I really oh. wanted to go. But Well, this will be, be our make good party. There you oh, go. Nice. You're there in you now. Go. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And don't leave before Perfect. we get a selfie together. Oh. Sounds great. Yes. Sounds I'll great. I'll look for you, girlfriend. I'll come in there. All right. See you soon, Fritz. Bye, Gina. Mm -hmm. Bye, right, Gina. Take it easy. Bye. Thanks Bye -bye. a lot, guys. So if you want to be part of our best friends club, uh, shoot us an application. You go on the website, WKRQ.com. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, especially my favorite question on there is that what are the three most interesting things about you? Yeah. And if you're struggling with that, we always recommend maybe talking to some of your friends, say, mm -hmm. just based on what you know about me and everything that we've talked about over the years, everything yeah. you've learned about me, what do you think are the three most interesting things about me? What has surprised you about me? And that might help inspire you if you're struggling. Yeah. Yeah, what are the three most, in your opinion, Jeff, what are the three most interesting things about me? Oh, I have so many more than three. I, I know, Where do right? I even start? <laughs> because before I even asked you the question, I asked myself, what would I say were the three most interesting about you? That It's hard because there are a bunch. Because you've got all your fun, you got all your little quirks. Right. You know, that make you you, that are interesting. Yeah. But then you do all of these really interesting things in your life, all of your, your travel and, and your adventures in food and and, you know, just what you do for a living is interesting because there just aren't very many of us out there. So you almost have to put that on the list. Yeah, I do think this job is kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not a conventional not job. No. Right. You know, I mean, in this town, how many people are there that do what we do? Maybe 100. If oh, that. God. No, not even Not that. even close, I don't think. Well, I was not anymore. Uh, on the air. Well, yeah. You talk about on the air, on or, the air. or in the business? Let's just do on the air. With oh, I don't think it's any radio close. stations in all this town. Yeah, we've got a big staff. Most stations have very small staffs. Yeah. So I mean, you think of it, think about that. It'd be a hard. It would be a hard job to replace. 
which is why we moved here. Because <laughs> there were no others. There, there, there weren't, weren't any, any other jobs at the time. Where we were. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think that would have to be on the list. Yeah. Cincinnati is unusual, though. Like, turnover is much lower in Cincinnati radio than other um, yeah. markets, I People feel People don't like. stay very long, usually. No. Everywhere else, there's it's radio is very high turnover. Mm-hmm. So... You know, personalities like Jim Scott, who have been here for decades. You know, think right. of the people that you've been listening to for years who are still here. That's rare. That's unusual. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati is very unique that way. Yeah. So, yep. you know, I highly recommend if you're trying to get into radio mm-hmm. and you're okay with staying in Cincinnati, it's a good place. <laughs> it's a good place yeah. to hang out. Yeah. Yep. Because anywhere else you'll be bouncing around. You're going to get fired a lot. Well, I kind of knew that going in, like, because I started outside of Boston where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And I I was made very aware of the fact that there's high turnover in radio. The jobs don't last that long. But you liked that. When one door closes, another one opens. And that's just what DJs on the radio do is they kind of bounce around from town to town, just like mm-hmm. on the on the song. You wanted to live in a bunch of different places. Yeah, I, that, yeah. That was my way of kind of seeing the world. And yeah. That sounded like fun to you. It did. And it was fun mm-hmm. for a long time. I did mm-hmm. bounce around. I was on mm-hmm. the West Coast twice, a couple of times, lived in New York, mm-hmm. met you in Tampa, mm-hmm. moved here. I'd never set foot in Ohio yeah. prior to the job interview to come mm-hmm. here. And you loved the topography. <laughs> it's, all you, it's, it's so hilly here. He must have said that 75 times in the 48 hours we were in town. Well, I was so used to living in flat, <laughs> flat, Florida, flat Florida for so long. Yeah. It was, holy mackerel, that's a hill. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. I think the other similarity, too, is Bostonians, which I am one, I'm from that area, don't like change any more than Cincinnatians do. Yeah. Uh, we're very similar in that we're traditionalists. You still listen way. to the guy you grew up listening to until recently when he got fired. Yep. You would say every day you would listen to his podcast, didn't you? After yep. you left here? Yeah, he was on for like 40 something, 41, 42 years. Isn't that crazy? Or something like that. Same yeah, but it's station. familiar, but it's like a member of your family. Yeah. You know, and. He would not have gotten fired had he not basically torched that job. Like he, I think he just got to a point where he was old and angry. He's well, he stayed too long. Yeah. And he just, I don't, I don't think he knew how to quit. Yeah. He didn't know how to hang it up. And I think, you know, money's addictive. I get it. Mm-hmm. And so he probably just stayed longer than he should, but it just ate, it ate away at him. And, I, and one day he just snapped yeah. <laughs> and just torched that bridge, yeah. man. Yeah. And they said, that's it. You're done. Yeah. Well, he really, he struggled to connect with a lot of things that were going on in the world right now. And like things that you should never say anymore, especially on the radio, he was saying them, kind of. Yeah. That's, he, that's what I remember. Yeah, he was. Happening. He he got busted, you know, for a few politically incorrect moments, but a lot of people found that refreshing, which is why he often got a pass. He would be scolded. Mm-hmm. But just as many people were like, finally somebody saying it out loud. 
Yeah, there were some people, people who that had that, that attitude, and then there were others who might have been offended, but they they hung in there and continued to listen because there were other members of the show who they related to mm-hmm. and felt like, well, you know, at least she's less of a jerk than he is. <laughs> kind of like our show. Yeah. So, yeah. Funny. Anyway. Yeah. But that's what we want. Like, we want to know, you know, what unique, interesting, cool, quirky thing about you that may, that maybe a lot of people don't know. Yeah. You know, gives us something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Something else that Gina likes. We didn't really get into it when we had her on the phone. Bell Biv DeVoe. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.